Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, leader of all things luxury and the soft girl society. Miss Style Your Clothes and Soothe Your Soul. The style psychologist herself, the one and only Sinet Nicole, and you are tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to Sinet Nicole Approved, the podcast that is. And as always, I love y'all for free, for real, and the long way for always rocking with me. I hope your week is going well. I hope all things are working for your good and everyone's good. I cannot believe that September is almost over. Is it just me or did this year really go like lightning? Like September what? Like I cannot, I really cannot believe that like we have a few short more days of summer, technically, um, fall starts in the coming days. And you know, the weather's starting to drop a little bit and I don't mind like the 70s. Um, that's really my judge. 70s, 80s weather is my judge. Nice sunshine. But the rain could go ahead and go to hell because it's not giving for the hair. You know what I mean? It's not giving for the hair over the weekend. I went to an event with some friends and they said it was going to rain. Like, you know how the weather, if you look on your weather app on your phone, it'll tell you like about what time the rain will come and go. And it's at 11. We're out like at 7 eight o'clock and it was raining. I'm like, okay, mother nature. I guess the app don't know at all because mother nature does what she wants to do. And she said what she said. And she said it was going to rain when she felt like it. And she just sprinkled sprinkles. So it's kind of like, Ooh, child, I don't know what to do with my hair. You know, I just got a big chop, um, for my birthday in July. And I really haven't been able to like fully enjoy it. It's already growing out. And I don't know if I should just like taper and shave the back again and like trim it up and keep it short or because it's getting cold should I throw a wig on or do some really cute like honey blonde real long knotless braids I don't know why don't you guys chime in on socials and um in the comments on Spotify and Apple Podcasts where you can find Sinet Nicole Approved and let me know what you think um the next Sinet Nicole hairstyle should be I absolutely do love this cut I've done a big chop years ago shout out to my glam squad the head of my glam squad who is the one and only karen of eternal beauty new york salon um located on 1008 east gun hill road if you want to check her and um her fabulous team out uh in season one she was on the podcast and we had an amazing episode about her journey into the world of um hairstyling entrepreneurship ownership and all of the other amazing things that she's done. So check that out uh, when you go back to season one of Sinet Nicole Approved episodes. But yeah, so I don't know. I absolutely love this cut. She bodied it exactly the way I want it. Uh, everywhere I go, I get a million compliments on it. But my hair grows back extremely fast. So it's kind of the thing where it's like, I'm going to have to keep tapering the back like every two weeks or eventually just let it grow out. I think I want to let it grow out after October, like when it really, like November is when, when the brisk, the Jack Frost starts to, <laughs> you know, slide on through. So I'm thinking around then is when I'll let it grow back, like before the holidays and, um, going to the new year, um, you know, growing, growing my hair back as, as, uh, what I would say, like classic Sinet Nicole, right? I've had a million and one hairstyles. If you followed me, if you follow me, then you'd know, um, I've had everything under the sun almost, and I do like to change my hair because um, my looks, you know, just like in fashion, which I'm in, 
my hairstyles also change just like my fashions like I am a fashion chameleon and I'm a hair chameleon too so I've always had long hair like my actual natural hair has been long and thick my entire life and when I was younger I used to be upset about it annoyed by it but my mother told me one day you will grow to appreciate the fact that you have long thick full luxurious hair because people pay for the type of hair that you have you can cut it fry dye blow dry it and it will always return um thick full long um and that is not something that everybody has naturally so I do as an adult appreciate the blessing for sure that I can pretty much do anything I've even shaved my head before um on one side before that one side shave thing was a thing I um did it just to to feel liberated and it grew right back no problemo right down my back once again so I'm very thankful for that and I think that's why I can do the big chops and take more risk. And, you know, people look at me like, what are, you, what are you doing? And I'm just like, child, it'll be back. You know, especially when, one, you already have the hair gene, the growing hair gene, right, of, of thick, long hair. But also when you know proper hair care practices and when you're always treating your hair. So I do have to thank my mom and my bonus mom, who is leader of my glam squad, for always making sure that my hair was healthy, luxurious, and treated. And then I knew um how to continue that on throughout my life so hair care is very important I think we might have another episode about black hair care specifically and that um healthy hair is good hair it's not about texture it's about how healthy it is right so I digress but those are the things that's on my mind uh this week and you know (laughs) real is the only language I speak and we're very transparent here as Senate Nicole approved so when I'm thinking something, I'm just going to tell y'all, you know, because this is a safe space, you know. <laughs> um, and so for my soft girl society, my luxury loves and the Sinet Nicole style squad, y'all get me, you know, we, we have we have a vibe going. So I know you know the vibes and I'm sure these are probably things that you guys think about too um let me know what you guys think again i should do but also let me know like what you guys are doing like what is the fall giving what is the fall giving for your hair um what look what aesthetic are you going for if you need help as it relates to your visual presentation uh your your wardrobe and telling your best style story you can always hit me up at info at synetnicole.com as always and book a style discovery call the style discovery call is just a few moments so that we can piece together what your best style story would look like and how to look and feel like your very best self and the zhuzhed up version of you who is really true, right? That I feel like the zhuzhed up version of everyone is the true version of themselves, but they just need sometimes a little inspiration and the expertise of a style connoisseur like myself, a style psychologist, so to speak, to bring it out. So book your style discovery calls because, like I said, there's so much to come that I am so excited to share with you guys. But before all those, all of those things come into fruition, I want to help as many people as I can as it relates to uh, telling their best style story and styling them and, and, and revamping their wardrobe because there will be a time where I will be so busy with so many amazing Sinet Nicole LLC projects and just other things that I won't be able to take style discovery calls like before. And so that'll be relegated to clientele, um, you know, that I'm contracted to work with in different capacities. So 
get on it or get left behind because I would hate for the style squad to be left behind. So get with it, get with it, get with it. <sighs> Shameless plug. But um, like I said, I hope you guys this week has been good. I've been inundated with like an overload of information. And at first I was like, full full disclosure, what there's so many different things going on in the world there's so many things going on in fashion in lifestyle and pop culture um just in there's so many a myriad of topics a myriad of a series of events you know that have played out in social media on tv all the things that encompass um a lot of what we speak about here on synetical approved right we are a fashion luxury lifestyle life lessons podcast and the goal is to always uplift inspire inform entertain and all the things because we are all the things podcast however comma i do and and i do want to be and will always be um so long as god should allow right me to have this opportunity to have this platform to speak freely um to you all I will always be intentional, right? And so I'm very mindful about like the intention. My intention is always genuine and pure and all the things, but like the intention and the message behind, like we could kiki, we could talk. We definitely are always gonna gonna joke, right? And I will tell you a joke, but I won't tell you a lie. And so in saying that, I wanted to cover like some of the things that I've seen in the media that struck me, right? That caught my attention that brought about a series of questions to oneself for which I asked myself like self hmm and so two things can be true at the same time is 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 a I have many mantras I have many models I have a whole series called Sinet Nicole says on socials you should check it out but what I will say is that a lot of what the kerfuffle is as it relates to what's going on in the world today or, what, you know, a person, a public figure makes a statement and someone has a rebuttal or somebody doesn't agree and the back and forth and the back and forth ensues. A lot of it is more so because most people think that one thing has to be true at the same time. And I thought to myself, so I should let the people know that it is very possible in this life in the next and the next and the next that two things can be true at the same time that doesn't mean that we subscribe condone or encourage any negativity anything that is harmful hurtful sexist racist or um, offends you know anyone any listeners or just anyone in general right however comma two things still can be true at the same time. You don't have to agree with something for it to be true also. And so, like I said, I've seen a, I've seen a, a myriad of debates on, on socials, right? Like too many to cover in one episode. So we will cover them. We will cover other topics as they come about. And we'll obviously we'll have bomb guests on to chime in on said topics as well. One um, topic that struck me this week because we're going to get into more than one but one topic that struck me for the past I guess I've seen it I guess maybe two weeks now um it keeps popping up on my on my timeline 
I'm not really big on like following a bunch of blogs. But there was a conversation that involved visual presentation, right? And so I was like, okay, well, that's my judge, that's my lane. So let me just see what it's giving and like what what is the what is the conversation about, right? So the first conversation is about one's a black woman's visual presentation and pushing the envelope with their views and still being able to, you know, I guess as a public figure, as an artist, uh, or what have you, being able to appeal to the demographic or the audience for which this person has already identified or their team has identified. I say all that to say, like, for instance, I ran across, um, I guess, like I said, there was a few things that were going on. There was one that's involving race, which we'll get to. There's another, there's another back and forth with regard to like a Tyler Perry clip that was released this past week with relation to him saying something about uh, black women need to like, essentially what the general consensus gathered is like, essentially in so many words, like black women are the most successful group and they need to now currently the most successful or group that is advancing very fast. And like the educational realm, the academic realm, the professional realm, the um, home ownership realm, you know, all the things, right. Entrepreneurial realm. And so they should lower their standards if they want to find a good black man. I use that term um, as, as it relates to like air quotes, right. Because, there's a myriad of things, right? We can go down. Oh, it's a myriad of things as it relates to like the diatribe that that presents, right? So I'm all over the place at this juncture (sighs) because I don't know which one I want to address, but they all still ring true as it relates to two things being true at the same time. So I guess I can start with the visual presentation of it all. So I've noticed that there are a lot of people, um, you know, some trolls, some just people with opinions. Everybody has opinions, but if we harp on the opinions and we make decisions based on other people's opinions, we'll never really be making actual sound decisions. Now, where we? We won't. So I feel like, you know how they say, um opinions are like a-holes everybody has one that's just that's that's what it is right and so when you're a public figure a singer a rapper an artist a model um anything you know any kind of public figure you're going to be subject to scrutiny nevertheless i think people can be extremely cruel and they can make unnecessary commentary in addition to that like you always have to consider the source right like if someone's looking miserable, someone doesn't even have a picture up on their page, but they have so much to say about you, that's indicative of troll, hater, someone who's truly miserable with themselves and seeking to, um, you know, somehow project onto you in hopes that it make themselves feel better nine times out of 10 or 10 times out of 10. It does not. And the misery continues. So, With that being said, I do feel like you have to take everyone's opinion with a grain of salt. Now, everyone has the right to feel how they feel. When someone comes at them in a negative way about something they wore or something they did on social media, and some public figures ignore it while others clap back, right? So 
there are a few that clap back, but one in particular that I saw recently that um, actually there was a point that um, that this party made that actually made sense to me and, and regurgitated the whole theme of two things could be true at the same time, right? And so in this particular situation, JT of the City Girls, who is a rapper, was a part of a group called the City Girls with another rapper, Young Miami. She has elevated in a lot of ways her appearance, right? And it's a lot more polished, you know, when they first then when they first came out, they're bigger, they have more endorsement deals, they have a bigger team, a major label behind them, all the things. So they're able to elevate their appearance. I have really liked what Young Miami has been giving as it relates to her stylist. I absolutely love the majority of the things that um, she's worn over the past, I would say, two years. JT, I do like a lot of what she's done. Some of the newer stuff may not be my particular forte, but I totally understand um, the marketing behind it and, and why it would make sense, so to speak. In addition, you know... Um, she is dating another rapper. JT is dating another rapper by the name of Little Uzi Vert, who a lot of people accuse of like, um, what they accuse a lot of rappers of these days, which is like the Illuminati stuff and, you know, uh, satanic, uh, symbolism or what have you. So she is one, she is known to clap back. Right. And so she went, um, she wrote a series of tweets responding to people who were criticizing, um, a new look that she had. For a campaign, I believe, is what she described it as. She also took to live to basically like give more context as it relates to her choices in her new style and why she does it, why she feels um, other people's opinions don't matter, and that she shouldn't really take in, she's not going to take into account, she's going to consider the source essentially. She's not going to take into account people who are not on her level or who are not in the industry she's in giving commentary about what style choices she have, you know, what style choices that she makes, excuse me. And so like, she was basically alluding to like, you know, I've had the lower end um, campaigns and it's up to me to elevate, to show girls that look like me that they can elevate themselves, but also to get the, you know, the, 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 the bag and to just freedom of expression, so to speak. And so She's definitely altered her look quite a bit as it relates to like her visual presentation, her clothing, all the things that, you know, she was used to prior to being able to be um, as successful as she is now. And so now that she has the opportunity, the resources, the people around her, the platform, why not, you know, um, do something different while getting a bag? And so that was her point. Like she made you know, the comment about everyone being sheep, which is something, a term that I use a lot when describing like today's society. It is very sheep-esque. It's very whatever is on trend or whatever the person next to me is doing, I'm going to do that and like um, not really go against the grain, so to speak. And so she's basically just saying that a lot of people are scared to go against the grain. A lot of people are not built to do so. So they just follow whatever social media trend as it relates to clothing and visual presentation and they leave it at that and um she just wasn't having it she wasn't here but the nasty derogatory annoying uh as commentary and she also 
just was basically saying, yeah, I understand that you could never do it, but you can't because you're not me, you know, and I do appreciate um, her confidence as it relates to just going, stepping outside the box. Like I said, even if it's not my personal judge, I can respect it. I can see the vision. I can understand the vision. I could be cognizant of the reasoning behind it just because I'm in fashion and still not necessarily say it's my cup of tea or I wouldn't wear it. But I do, you know, think there's something to be said about someone who is going to elevate themselves and who is going to leverage their position in the industry for as many bags, as many opportunities, as many platforms as they can be on. And like she said, for the girls like her who come from where she comes from, who seemingly may think otherwise, you know, that it is not possible to be as successful, to um, have, you know, major campaigns and to be able to step outside of their normal space or what they know to be comfortable to essentially elevate right and so she made it clear that it has nothing to do with any anything satanic or demonic um there's no devil um activity at play it's simply her wanting to push the envelope and to elevate her style and to be able to just do a little more right and that is her right that's her prerogative if you don't like it don't follow but one thing for certain two things for sure if you call yourself trying to play yourself and troll her she's going to clap back every time and she and and she might even look at your page and make and say something smart if you keep playing with her like she's that type of celebrity so um i do think like i said public scrutiny is the name of the game in that industry and this in entertainment fashion all the things however comma doesn't mean that you can't assert healthy boundaries and you can't still make sure that you're flourishing without feeling some of that backlash or what have you. I do also think it's important, not only as a public figure or a celebrity, but just as a human being to take a social media break sometimes because they can get out of hand on there and they could be just really ruthless. And sometimes you just need a reset. Like information overload is really a thing. Um, Cyberbullying has been a thing, you know what I'm saying? So apparently no one's exempt. Um, I thought it was rude you know and not so nice and and very nasty what you know some people decided to tweet or or whatever you call it now because you know it's no it's x now um but what some people decided to like fix their mouth or fix their twitter fingers to say it was just it's a wild time we live in for sure and sometimes i believe social media is a gift and a curse for that reason and they really should have never um expanded it expanded it the way in which they did and if they did um there should be like they say there's community guidelines or whatever on these things but like they need to be more because people are out of pocket so i could definitely understand her frustrations and her reasoning for going live and just to continue to instill confidence in um i don't know i just feel like it's just you gotta have thick skin in this world you gotta have thick skin in this world you certainly have to have thick skin as a public figure, as a celebrity. And I think it's extremely important to remember that, like, the validation of the outside world means nothing. It's the validation for within, for which we should always seek, we should always sustain and maintain as much as we can, because then we can truly flourish and navigate through the world and walk around in anything we really wanted to. And as long as we had the confidence, everything would be okay. And so, 
of one thing I could say, like I said, I don't have to necessarily love every single piece she's she puts on to respect her and to, you know, appreciate the fact that she is doing what she feels is real as opposed to what someone's telling her to do or whatever. So I'm I'm here to push the envelope. I just do feel like uh you know, two things would be true at the same time. You're entitled to push the envelope. It's good to step outside the box. Sometimes your fashion needs a complete shake up and reset. Sometimes elevating your look and stepping outside the box is helpful to being able to you know experience something you never have before and like she also mentioned in her video um being able to have access to things that people like her usually don't have right which is extremely important so i i I love that for her kudos to her for basically you know standing 10 toes down on the choices that she makes good bad or indifferent as it relates to her style and two things could be true it's not for everybody and people think it's a bit much and is her prerogative and she has the right to step outside the box. So there we go with that. I really, really, really also think it's interesting that um, the visual presentation of a black woman and A black woman's visual appearance is always under scrutiny. Woman's appearances in general, but I speak for black women because I'm a black woman. So, and I'm not going to speak for all black women. I'm just going to make a statement that's pretty much factual. As a black woman, our clothing, our visual presentation, everything about us is pretty, pretty much under scrutiny all the time, right? And so... It's hard enough (laughs) to have to navigate through that space without adding commentary for which another little kerfuffle um, on via the media or socials was brewing as well this week for which I would love to know uh, everyone's opinion who's listening in the comments uh, on Spotify, Apple, and on socials. So Tyler Perry got everyone's panties in a bunch for um, a couple seconds of a clip. I'll be like 15, 20 seconds of a clip um, on an interview that he did recently. I think it's recently. Don't quote me on that. But the clip came out recently. We know that things can come out months, years um, prior and be like a hot button topic when, you know, the media decides. So I don't know when this interview was taken. It seems recent, but who knows? He's sitting on a couch with a lady and he's speaking about a myriad of things. The clip that went viral that has everyone responding was him speaking in relation to black women and them being the fastest growing entrepreneurs, business women, um, again, like homeowners, the, um, the, the biggest earners, um, the breadwinners, so to speak, in a lot of their dynamics, as well as just like top earners, right, in in every industry, um, we're just growing at rapid rates. Shout out to Black women for that. Kudos to us for that. 
right? But with every rose, there's a thorn, right? So like that was the rose, right? That we're doing so well and we're exceeding our counterpart parts as it relates to exceeding black men in all areas, um, surpassing them, so to speak. Statistically speaking, this is, you know, the data. And so he goes on to basically state that if a man can't do what he's supposed to do um, in the household or in a relationship, and that because you're the top earner, um, he can only maybe pay like the phone bill or the light bill or something or other, and you're handling the mortgage and all the things, then that is fine, right? It's fine for you to lower your standards, essentially, if you're a breadwinner and an er a top earner or hyper successful in order to have like a successful relationship with a black man. Now, this statement went viral. It is very problematic to a lot of people. There were a myriad of response videos on social media as it relates to this. This is another case for me, right, of the subject at hand today, which is two things could be true at the same time. The statement was received as problematic, right? And we should not only hyper-focus on finances as it relates to what a healthy relationship looks like, particularly what a healthy Black relationship looks like. There are a myriad of factors that come into play. However, comma, in addition to all the things that you may want in a partner, um, you know, quality character traits, emotional intelligence, um, emotional astute um, energy, just mindfulness, active listening, support, care, compassion, consideration, concern, just all the things we also, as women in general, want protectors and providers. The difference between women in general and Black women as it relates to this topic is that Black women are the only women who are conditioned, encouraged, and constantly spewed the narrative that we should settle, we should lower our standards, we should date and marry beneath ourselves in order to be in companionship with a Black man, instead of the narrative being Black men should aspire to uh, be in better positions to be an equal counterpart for a Black woman. Now, an equal counterpart doesn't necessarily mean that you mean you have to earn the same amount, but it does mean that you should be aspiring to and moving in the direction of executing goals that makes you all the things that Black women are, always have been, and now are becoming in other realms and facets of their life, right? And so for me, it's like, it is true that I would, you know, it could be hurtful for Tyler, someone who is revered, loved, honored, and celebrated in Black spaces, someone who we love, let's be clear, we love Tyler Perry, we love what he's done. He's come from extremely humble beginnings, from living out of his car to owning one of the biggest studios in the country, uh, and, you know, um, positioning himself to buy BET and becoming a billionaire and, you know, becoming the magnanimous big figure uh, that he is for Black entertainment, um, for Black culture to sit on a platform to speak about Black women, who is his biggest audience, and allude to or condition or to state that we should be fine with something that other races 
of women are never conditioned to be okay with. They are never conditioned to settle. They are never conditioned to date beneath them. They are never conditioned to just be okay with bare minimum, right? And again, two things can be true. So that is not to say that if you have a man who is trying, who is showing you all the things that you need and want in a partner emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, intellectually, right? And he's doing all the things and he's actively showing you that he is worthy to be an equal counterpart, but he is still in process of gaining the financial portion, then that is a different story. But just plainly settling for someone who is not aspiring, who's not working towards something bigger, who is not astute in his emotional intelligence and the way in which he treats you, behaves with you, engages with you, socializes with you, is a whole different thing. So I didn't see the whole interview, so I'm not going to speak on what I think he meant. And I'm not going to, I don't know if he did mention the things that I'm speaking about now as it relates to other factors. But I do think that that one little viral clip can be interpreted in a multitude of ways. And I definitely can see how my people, my tribe of Black women, were offended by the fact that, again, there is someone that represents our community that we revere, love, respect, and honor, who is still, and who has such a big platform and such a big impact on our culture and such a big influence, um, spearhead or influence any Black woman to be okay with, um, for lack of a better term, some form of mediocrity in a relationship structure. I do think that the narrative should more so be, oh, Black women, you know, Black women, we're so loving, we're so patient, you know, we are the backbone, we shoulder all the burdens, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulder and our, our partners, our men, more times than we can count. So why should we, now that we've done the work of raising society, essentially, of lifting up Black men and protecting them at every turn, why should we now get the scraps, quote unquote, um, of our romantic and personal lives because it suits the agenda of everyone else? Why should we be okay with that? Why can't the reward be that? more Black men are inspired by Black women being the top earners and Black women excelling so much academically and Black women just overall just bossing up and being able to be the fastest growing group um, of women and just kind of like mirror that, get inspired by that, uh, take resources from that because that's what it should be about, right? Encouraging he's a black man so maybe he should speak more on the topic of black men and perhaps what they should do and what what would be conducive to having the black love and black joy um that we all i don't i don't know if we all but the majority the collective um reveres holds up and aspires to have right and so i'm all about love and fly-ish and particularly black love um, is a treasure to behold, in my humble opinion. And so I just want us to get to a place where, like I said, we can support and encourage the men that are trying, like we've always done, but not settle 
because we're black women and that's the expectation since the dawn of time. It's very offensive um, when it's put in that way. And so I definitely see everyone's point with why everyone was in uproar after seeing the clip. And I just think that, like I said, the responsibility, knowing that his the majority of his audience are Black women, um, is just a little more for him as it relates to what he says about Black women, especially Black women and Black love, right? And the idea and the notion that we have to have struggle love, right? And that we have to be in position where things are turbulent in order for us to get to the promised land, the other side of all the things our heart desires in a marriage and still <laughs> in some ways settle because we're top earners. Um, there should be a reward for being at the top of our game, not necessarily us being somewhat reprimanded for being all the things and all encompassing and magnanimous and amazing. And it kind of feels like that when we're having these verbal discussions, again, not to say that that was his intent, but that's what it feels like, you know, coming from my perspective after reviewing a couple of the clips. And um, one young lady made a point when she responded to the video to say, you know, when it comes to Black men or men in general, right, they're not very happy people when they're not earning when they're not doing well in their personal life, they are hard, for lack of a better word, to be around. They are unpleasant and often unkind. A man in general, most men, psychologically speaking, from the psychology portion of Sinet Nicole approved, they are conditioned to be protectors, providers, all the things. They are not happy when they're when they're not able to provide for themselves at the very least, right? And so being around somebody who doesn't have what they need to navigate through life in a healthy way can lend itself to trouble in paradise for sure. Because nobody wants to be hooting, hollering, arguing all the damn time over some money or your lack thereof, right? And again, if you're trying, kudos to you. That's great. Nobody's saying leave somebody who's having a rough time, but you also, if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. So you also can't spend too much time wallowing, self-loathing, pointing fingers and blaming others for your circumstances. And so I think it's very interesting that that point was made as it relates to them being unpleasant also and, and the relationship essentially being ruined by their attitude and the projection of said attitude to their loved ones. You know, they always say the people closest to you are the ones who get hurt by you the most just because they spend the most time with you. So I hope that he took the feedback, <laughs> for lack of a better word, and he was able to understand the impact of his statement and how that could potentially affect things going forward. I also feel like uh, you have to have, again, a myriad of things in order to have any successful relationship. Nevertheless, to reiterate, all other women in other 
racial groups are taught the complete opposite of what black women are taught. They are taught to marry up, to date up, to be with someone who can elevate them in a multitude of ways, who can protect and provide for them. And they are not to shoulder the burdens of life alone. At any time, are they to struggle or to suffer or to endure or to continuously accept things that are not conducive to them being healthy in a relationship. And so I just find it very interesting how things are marketed to black men and things are marketed to black women or um, what have you. And so I think that it's very important when you are a public figure that is as amazingly popular as Mr. Tyler Perry, that it's very, you just got to watch your words, right? Freedom of speech and all the things, but you just have to watch your words, especially knowing that your audience is female, black female specific. I think that it's not always what you say too, it's also how you say it. So that's something just that I noticed that I felt like, okay, two things could be true at the same time. His message might not have had malicious intent, but it definitely stung a couple people and opened and unloaded a clip and a series of events um, for which we don't know the remnants as it relates to like people now feeling like maybe they should settle. You know what I mean? And I, I wouldn't want anyone to settle. Yes, make realistic expectations as it relates to your dating life and be safe about it. But no, there are so many other examples of two things to be true at the same time. And I would love to share them with you. And I will share them with you in future episodes. But please remember, and I'm going to continue to reiterate, just because two things could be true at the same time does not mean that one or the other is okay or acceptable, especially if it's hurtful or harmful to other people. And especially if it's hurtful or harmful to my people. And I'm never going to accept anything less than what I deserve. And I hope that you'll follow suit and never accept anything less than what you deserve. Because when you know your worth, you do not give discounts. And that is the direct Sinet Nicole quote straight from SinetNicole.com under the section of the Sinet Nicole Montreties, still available and currently restocking via S-A-N-N-E-T-T-E-N-I-C-O-L-E dot com. Okay, so you can do that. You can book your style discovery call. You can stay up to date with my socials by following Sinet.Nicole on all socials. You can view my style stories. You can get the link to all of my other entities. You can read some of my fashion articles. And, oh, you can also catch me on um, a couple of blogs for New York Fashion Week best, best street style. So check out my socials for that. I thought that was super cute that I got profiled and whatnot and whatnot. Because you know I do what I can <laughs> on the fashion flow. But um, yeah, check it all out. Dive into the Synet Nicole experience and the world of Synet Nicole through my socials, through my website, through the podcast, of course. Stay tuned for new guests coming in the next few weeks. I'm very excited about my season two guests. 
I definitely think you're going to love them. They align perfectly with all the zhuzh and fabulosity and high en energy, love and flash it that we represent here at Sinet Nicole uh, Peru. So I cannot wait to share, but I hate to share in advance. I like things to play out and give you a little suspense because what's life without a little suspense, right? What's life without a little uh, Sinet Nicole either? Make sure, make sure, make sure that you're tuning in and tapping it and turning me on every Wednesday, you know, get those numbers up because I love y'all for free, for real, in the long way. And it's clear from all of my DMs, shares, likes, and subscriptions that you do too. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tap into this experience. It's the only audio visual experience that can't truly be explained, but truly has to be felt. And that's why I call it an experience. So Tap in to Sinet Nicole Approved each and every Wednesday. New episodes drop currently on Spotify at 10 a.m. as well as Apple Music. Be sure to chime down in the comments. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what it's giving. Let me know what hairstyle I should do next. What hairstyle you're going to do next for fall. If you want me to cover fall fashion hacks like I did last season, who would you like to see on the Sinet Nicole Approved podcast? Do you feel two things can be true at the same time? Do you feel that people are entitled to elevate their style as public figures without being horrendously scrutinized? Do you think that Tyler Perry's statement was inflammatory and ill-informed and unacceptable as a Black woman? I want to know it all. And even if you're not a Black woman, it's okay. You still can have an opinion as long as you keep it respectful because real and respect are the only languages we speak around these parts okay so again i love y'all for free for real and the long way for tapping in tuning in and turning me on as always i want you to keep your standards just as high as these inflation prices because it's out of control so keep your standards and your energy just that high keep those vibrations high the only way out is through, and we're almost through to another week. Be sure to catch me next Wednesday. I love y'all for free, for real, and the long way, and I will catch you all next time. Smooches.